unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. She saw the confusion over my face, like, how could somebody be so happy, you know, outside of the, the Amish community. community, for one. And then on top of that, like, the things that were my, my Amish friends were telling me about this new church weren't all nice things, you know. So I was like, how could somebody do this but be this happy? Hey guys, welcome back to Saints Unscripted. I feel like I kind of do like the same intro every time, so this is me trying to change it up, but it didn't go so well. So anyways, welcome back everyone. We are happy to be here with you all. We're here with our friend Orpha, and we are so thrilled to have her on the show today because she has a pretty incredible story. You may have seen it on, featured on KSL, um, BYU TV. You just did a little special with them as well, but um, remarkable conversion story and anyway but thank you for joining us today yeah thanks for inviting me yeah so let's uh get to know you a little bit so let's just kind of start at the beginning i guess like the 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 version that you like to tell okay um so well i grew up amish so i don't know if you've ever heard of amish but it's this, they make really good pies they do don't you think we'd all be a lot more productive if while we were doing work we looked up and saw the best rural pie stand in Pennsylvania. Ooh, I know I'd be more productive. As would I. Yep. No question. <laughs> I went to, anyway, I bought some pies from some Amish and I, they were really good. So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> they have great food. I mean, my mom grew up in a bakery, so of course there's a lot of good food. Oh, that's but, awesome. Um, so yeah, I grew up Amish. It's a tight-knit community, um, horse and buggy. Um, as far as like my story goes of when I was introduced to the church or introduced to God, I could say, you know, um, was in 2012. I, we were the second family that was introduced. So the first family was introduced through a customer in their furniture store that they have. Okay. Um, they have kind of their own story of like how they found that that was what they wanted. And then they introduced it to my parents. Um, but then that is how I kind of found out after they had all been baptized and everything. But I found out through my friend, actually, my Amish friend. Like they said, did you hear like your parents joined this new church, you know, the Mormons and they didn't really have nice things to your say. Your parents joined before you knew? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were baptized in April and then I found out like end of July, 1st of August. Okay. So they were baptized, but you didn't know they were baptized. Mm -hmm. You found out later. Yeah. Oh, do you th is that just because it was more, you know, in this they, close community? Yeah. It was uh, maybe more taboo or? Yeah. So there were actually three. So there were three couples that were baptized and they actually kept going to the Amish church, which was every other Sunday. Mm. Okay. And then the other Sundays, I guess the in-between Sundays is what they would call it. They had sacrament meeting like in the middle of the night. <laughs> so how did your parents get to know? They they learned from your friend, right? Mm -hmm. And how did this um, kind of get into the community? Was it like missionaries or? It was through a customer. Yeah. So oh, that's right. Snuck, <laughs> snuck their way in. She, yeah. she, <laughs> Infiltrated the. That's right. The, the missionaries like sneak in. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's right. It was from the customer. Okay. Yeah, it was just I a member of a local congregation. That. I forgot that detail. It's okay. But yeah, they just he actually like ordered a piece of furniture, and it took forever to come in for some reason. But because of that, he built a connection with the owner, which is the 
Raymond Weaver of the first family. And I guess they just like got to know each other really well, became friends. And he introduced the Book of Mormon one day and Raymond was like, okay, like I'll read it, you know? <laughs> so he kind of has his own spiritual journey as far as how he realized that it was good. And that's what he wanted. And then we were actually already friends with this family. So we're neighbors. Okay. So like him and my dad were already working together and just growing their businesses and reading like, what are some of those books by Stephen Covey? Oh, like yeah. Seven Habits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they've been already like working together a lot. And then Raymond was like, you know, I've been introduced to this book. You should read it, which was the Book of Mormon. Um, and then that's kind of how my dad was introduced to it. And then he introduced it to my mom and my mom's amazing. And both of my parents are absolutely amazing. Um, my dad, like by reading the Book of Mormon is like, this is something good that I want. And my mom was just like, oh, like he just told her about it. And she's like, this sounds right. You know, I wow. want, I want it. So she's like, it must've been the spirit, <laughs> you know, looking back. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then when I found out, I was so confused. They were keeping, yeah, they were keeping it from their reaction. kids. Yeah. So they must have been trying to keep it from the general community as well. Yeah, the community didn't know. How either. did they find out? Oh, yeah, they introduced it to another brother in the, the community. And he wasn't. He read it a little bit. And he's like, yeah, I think it's good. And then I don't know exactly how it happened, but I think that's kind of how mm -hmm. the word came out. Yeah. And it was time. Like, they... Like, <laughs> it had been a long, long Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then when I found out, I was just like, what is going on? Because, like, I truly believe that growing up Amish is the way to live to get to heaven. Like, yeah. that was so important to me. Like, I wanted to get to heaven. I had no idea what that, what heaven looked like or anything. I mean, I still don't really, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was important to me. Like, I was like, this is what I want. And so when I heard that my parents, who were, taught me these things of growing up, left you know or chose to go to another religion i was like that's what? everything that jarring yeah. yeah i was like no this can't be um i was i was like no i'm just gonna stay with grandma and grandpa like i can't i can't leave it took a little bit of time yeah <laughs> i wasn't a, it, i would say it was about two or three weeks of just like being confused frustrated i don't think i was a very pleasant person to be around i was i mean understandingly like, like this was i was confused i was i just didn't know what to believe but i would say it was the day when um my mom and dad had gone shopping we didn't have a car yet so they had to hire somebody to take them to town to get some groceries and they came back and i saw the lady that took them and i was like she looks so happy like what there, there has to be something good about her like it was a light almost like a light about her and I like took my mom to the side and in a corner of our kitchen, I can take you exactly where it was. I was like, mom, like what, who is this lady? Like, why is there such a light about her and why is she so happy? And I also told her that she kind of looks familiar to me. Hmm. And she, um, my mom was like, well, she's a customer in the bakery, which is where I saw her before. That's why I was like, oh, I know you. And then she said, and she's also a member of the church and she saw the confusion over my face, like, how could somebody be so happy, you know, outside of the, the Amish community. community for one. And then on top of that, like the things that were my, my, 
Amish friends were telling me about this new church weren't all nice things, you know? So I was like, how could somebody do this, but be this happy and have this light? Didn't match up. It didn't match. Yeah. I was like, oh. How old were you at this time? 14. 14. Yeah. Um, and my mom just saw the confusion over my face. And she now says she looked back and she was just thinking like, what do I tell her? Like, I don't know what to tell her. Mm -hmm. And then she just bore her testimony of God. She said, you know, Orpha, everything I've been taught so far and the things I've been learning, like she truly believes they're from God. And I was like, okay. Like, cause God was very central of, of who I was like, he, that's, he's good. And I believe that anything from him is good. And just in that moment, I felt like, I mean, looking back, I know it was the spirit that just touched my heart and it just felt like it did a complete turnaround. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is from God, let's do it. <laughs> um, and we just, kept going forward from there it sounds like there wasn't a ton of pressure maybe necessarily from your parents to no, use kids yeah they wanted us to make what we what we felt was right and i was the oldest and my next sibling was um 11 i think mm. um so he he says he was just always kind of like i'm going with mom and dad mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, but I guess I was kind of at that age where I had to choose. Like, I was 14, and that's when the Amish graduate from school. Mm. They only go through eighth grade. Okay. So I had graduated, which is a big deal. Like, I'm an adult now. Mm. So it's like I have to make my own my own decisions. And, yeah. So after this happens, you, your family, you know, did your siblings as well all uh, convert? Yeah. To, or I guess yeah. convert to the gospel. So. Yeah you have this lifestyle of living the Amish way, which mm -hmm. you believed was the correct way to get to heaven. That makes and up now, your entire identity. Yeah. But, and, yeah. and now there's a new kind of religion, yeah. which is very different from Amish. Yeah. So how was that transition for you? Like, did, did your family soon move out of the community or? Yeah. We actually still go? live in the same house. Oh, we do? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So they still live there. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, but of course, we remodeled the house and everything. So we have like, I mean, technology. Uh, right. We got power. And yeah. And all those things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like the transition was slow. We didn't just the next day decide, okay, we're done wearing Amish dresses. Right. Okay. We're done wearing bonnets or we're going to cut our hair now because that was like something they couldn't do. Oh, okay. My hair was down to my knees. Mm. <laughs> anyway, it, it took a while, you know. Like, I think my first step was not wearing my my bonnet anymore. You know, mm -hmm. I let my hair down. Um, and then we, like, put in a couple outlets in our house so we could have a phone, like a little telephone. So yeah. So could connect with friends. Um, I think a refrigerator was one of the first ones, too. They are like, we need, we can't yeah. just keep buying ice. <laughs> this is what they did. Like, just big bought blocks. big blocks yeah. of ice. And, yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. true. So it just, it was slow. As Which is the whole transition probably goes. good. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't think I could have handled mm -hmm. just switching everything. Total culture shock. Yeah. Right? And that shows, I think that shows that you were being intentional with your conversion. It wasn't just like, okay, we believe this now, throw everything away. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, a lot of, I'm sure, what made you and your family, like the good things about you as a family were were rooted in your Amish traditions, mm -hmm. right? So you don't, sure. you don't want to get rid of all of those good things, yeah. but you don't want to keep them all too. Yeah. yeah. Right. For sure. And I think as far as like my spiritual journey goes, as you know, I knew at this point it was from God, 
you know, and everything. Like it, it was a little bit of a journey yet for me to decide I actually want to get baptized. Um, so this was in August, end of August, I think. Um, but I, it took like the most of September of my parents like talking to me. Like I love the things they were sharing as far as like the plan of salvation. Like that was like the number one for me to be like, you mean I lived before I came to earth? Like what? <laughs> I, I never even dawned on me that that would be a thing. And then also like why we're here and where we're going. Like it's not when I die, it's not um, that's the end of everything. Like for me, like dying was scary, mm-hmm. like so scary. Cause it just looked like, to me, it looked like looking into a window that just, or I don't know, a dark hole maybe. Like yeah. there's just nothing. I didn't know. Cause like you're taught there's like heaven, mm-hmm. right? But other than that, no, there's no not detail, a whole lot no. to go off of. They even said that you won't know your family in heaven. Mm. So it was scary. Yeah. <laughs> like you're going to be alone. How many siblings do you have? There's seven of eight of us, so seven younger siblings. Pretty tight knit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was scary. There's one or two I'm fine not knowing, but (laughs) the rest we'll hang on to. Uh, And yeah, how has been your personal journey as far as like your relationship with God? Because you talked about that at the beginning, how you you really valued, you know, knowing Mm -hmm. that there was a God. Has that just changed for you? Um, that I feel like changed over a couple of years. I don't think it happened all at once. Like, I mean, number one, I was learning who God is, like he's love. He's, and then I don't think it really dawned on me that I can have an actual connection to him until I learned how to pray, like truly pray from your heart. Not the, the prayer that's, I think it's in the Bible, like Christ's prayer. Uh, What's it called? Our the Father. Lord's Prayer? Yeah, the yeah, Lord. Father, yeah. 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 So that's what I used to just use those words to pray. Okay. But once I realized, like the missionary said, no, you can pray in your own words. Like that, that's okay. Like he wants that connection with you to like talk to you and hear from your innermost thoughts and feelings from your heart. And I think that was the start of like, oh my goodness, he's real. Like he's really real. <laughs> and he wants to be part of my life. So I think that and the plan of salvation is kind of when I was like, okay, I think, I think this is something I want to do. And then. So those were the moments where you felt like maybe you were, your testimony had become your own and you weren't relying on anything else. Mm -hmm. Okay. I say that, but in the very beginning of. I mean, you're 14 years old. Yeah. yeah. I was still a little bit on my parents, you know, Mm -hmm. because I remember after I was baptized, I had a day of just like. I was laying on the couch. I was tired. I think I was reading the Book of Mormon or something. And I was just had this moment of like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I miss my grandparents. I miss my cousins. I miss my best friends. And I think in that moment, I just had to like, I remember praying. I was like, like, God, like, if this is wrong, please, like, help me to not keep going. But I just remember the peace that came over me of like, no, you're okay. Like, I got you. Um, and then of course, like I remember that I do have my family, my parents and my siblings Mm -hmm. that we were okay. So I think that was like the first moment of like, what am I doing? Like, is this really like, is this really true? (laughs) Is this really right for me? Um, and of course I had more along the way, but every time I feel like I just had to remember those first moments of like, 
those feelings from God and those feelings from the spirit that yeah. help me get, keep going. Well, I think it's important to have moments like that when you, you know, you do stop and think and you wonder, you know, is, am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. And that kind of gives opportunity for you to have spiritual experiences and connections with God and those reassurances. Yeah. So I like that you said those are good to reflect on in times of maybe doubt or when you have questions like, mm -hmm. oh, I remember this moment mm -hmm. that I had. Yeah. Still true to this day. Still yeah. have, I still have those days. <laughs> <laughs> so you've, you've converted mm -hmm. and you have this, this very unique experience of going from one tight knit community to another while having a lot of your kind of core beliefs uprooted and changed to something else. Uh, what advice would you give to someone else that's maybe either investigating in the church or has just converted and is maybe struggling with that moment of what am I doing? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I feel like the big thing that I found that was helpful for me, and I hope it's helpful for it, you know, others is find the similarities because like family was important to me and I could see that in the church family was important too. Um, service was another big thing that our community did. So I saw those similarities. So that was kind of like a, a moment of comfort to be like, not everything is new here for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so just those finding those similarities was very comforting for me as far as like members, like like recommendations for members of having new people come to the ward of like different faith from different faiths is just love them. Just take them in. Like don't, don't try to like get them to change every little thing in their life because that, that, that'll come if it needs to be changed. You know, they'll like just love them and love them for who they are. That was like the biggest blessing for me. Cause I, I have a friend today that, like my best friend today that was, you know, a member of the church and the, and the, my local ward that just like was there for me. And she just loved me for who I was. Didn't try to like change me in any way. So that was huge for me. That is really solid advice. I love that. And it's so beautiful to have people from different backgrounds in the church anyway. That's yeah. what makes it just, I don't know, better. Yeah, so, I agree. <laughs> and finding the similarities, I think yeah. that's so important. Well, thank you so much, Orpha, for joining us today. Um, I believe, aren't you pretty active on, are you pretty active on TikTok and Instagram? Uh, Instagram. On Instagram? Yeah. Um, we can link your Instagram below if you want. Sure you want people can follow, follow you. you or sure. Okay. Because yeah. you were telling like... me about Reels before. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you've made some good videos. It's so. called Amish Latter-day Saints. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for joining us again today. Let us know if you have any questions for Orpha in the comments and we will Catch you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.